I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey everyone, welcome to Hey Spirit. Today's episode is with Sean T. I hope you guys love Shanti as much as I do and this episode. This episode is a little bit different because it's kind of a follow-up reading from when I was on his podcast, Trust and Believe. I kept getting signs from spirit that never resonated with Sean, and I couldn't let it go. It turns out spirit was trying to reach someone else on the call that day, his producer. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, you brought up that I always said to my mom, I, didn't, I felt different. I felt like I didn't belong. And here I was in my late 20s. I have two beautiful children, my parents, my grandparents still alive. My ex-husband at the time had just survived a brain tumor. Mm. And I, my soul did not feel complete until I embraced my gift. And that's why I try to stress to people, when you feel different or you feel something or something's missing, it's up to us to find that. That's our responsibility to do that soul searching, to find who it is who God intended us to be. Mm -hmm. Because I really feel we're born a certain way. And whenever we go against that intuition or that gut instinct, right, we're not ourselves. And it's so important to just feel that and honor it and more importantly, respect the way that we feel. Because my biggest thing, Sean, is whoever decided what normal is. I truly believe that society Mm -hmm. doesn't allow us to embrace our uniqueness. And and that's the thing is like, I've always said, just like you, there's no such thing as normal. Okay. Yes. It's normal not to walk up to somebody and punch them in the face. Like it's normal, (laughs) you know, like it's normal, but when it comes to being who you are, Mm -hmm. 
far too many times people try to fit in a box. Even in my mm -hmm. profession, when it comes to fitness, people yeah. are trying to fit into this body that's not theirs. Why are you trying right. to, why, why, mm -hmm. why, why are you trying to do that? To get I'm a compliment so from some, to, from somebody that's going to just mm -hmm. walk past? Like, why? We all go through transitions, right? Everyone knows my listeners. I am in the menopause. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Listen, my mom went through that and I knew all about it. So you could talk freely to me, honey. I'm, I'm here for it. It. <laughs> it is something that we go through. But what I learned, and I love what you said about the body, because I've always been into fitness. I love the sweat. I love the burn. But I love that. I need that. But... I look at myself and my body has changed. It's mm. not what it was. It's not what it used to be, but I learned to embrace it. This is me. I feel I am in the best health that I have ever been. I'm 53 years old and I'm healthy and I feel good. And that's the important thing. So I love the fact that you said, stop trying to fit into a body or fit into anything that is not you. The other thing is I have done polls with friends. Like I've done a poll and be like, mm -hmm. you know, what kind of girl do you like? Or what kind of guy do you like? And most of the time, like they just want someone, yeah, to stay, be healthy, love right. themselves, be confident. Even me, I told my husband, I said, listen, he, he does all my mm -hmm. workouts. I appreciate the support. He yeah. was a professional mm -hmm. soccer player, but I'm like, if you were to gain 15 pounds, I'm still here for it. I don't need, I don't need to be with you just because you have a six pack. That is not mm -hmm. even why. And a lot of people don't necessarily right. need that. And I feel like, like, again, society has like put us in this tunnel of like, this is mm -hmm. what we need to go down to look like. And instead of just being like, okay, this is my body. This is mm -hmm. how I feel. Yep. But I would say to people, I'm like, listen, when I'm 65, 70, the abs probably ain't going to look like this, but I'm going to be the mm -hmm. same person and a person of growth and a person of personal growth. So yes. don't equate me with just the body that you see me in. I could not have said it better. I think over this past year, a lot of people have found it so difficult. You know, everyone has had their own personal struggles throughout COVID. We've all lost something, whether it be something personally, maybe actual, a loved one. And I found myself trying to motivate my listeners, my fans every day of continue to look for those signs from your loved ones. Know that you're not alone. Know that, you know, we're all going through this together. What would you say was the number one thing that you, whether it just be every day or especially through the pandemic, you know, reaching out to people that, that were following you to keep them motivated, uh, you know, to not fall or to stay. Cause I, I'm a, I'm a believer, Sean, and you need to have a pity party, go right ahead, but you <laughs> yeah. cannot stay in it. You have that pity party. I allow you one day. One oh my day. gosh. Oh my That's God. It. Teresa. <laughs> oh my goodness. Do you know that I have a rule? I say, I'm giving you 24 hours. It started mm -hmm. with myself. I'm like, I'm giving my myself 24 hours to sulk. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give myself 24 hours to be mad. I'm going to have my pity party. Yeah. But I'm like, after 24 hours, like, done. we got to take action. So first of all, I know you asked a question about what I've done to motivate my followers. But I would be doing myself a disservice if I wasn't really honest with you about what came to my soul. And I think mm -hmm. you get this. Yes. So yes. the biggest lesson I got through the pandemic is I was riding a jet ski on Lake Washington in Seattle mm -hmm. and I got hit by a boat. <gasps> 
And I'm getting the chills right now because I'm literally, so my husband was driving behind me and one of our nannies was on the, on the, on his jet ski and I'm going, I'm, I literally have full peripheral vision. I did not see this boat coming. It was a speed boat. And I, again, I'm on a jet ski and my mm. grandmother said, look to your left. I heard, I, look what I just wrote down. I wrote that you were protected and I saw your grandparents surrounding you with angel wings because you never should have survived that accident. My grandmother said, Shawnee, look to your left. I looked to my left and just at the right time, I was able to tip my jet ski so that I wanted the bottom mm -hmm. of the jet ski to hit the boat or whatever. And I flew in the water and I immediately was like, I'm okay. Like I had, there was no fear. I had my life jacket mm -hmm. on and I just said to myself, I said, I think it was more probably my grandfather was just like, let yourself mm -hmm. float. I didn't yep. panic. Mm -hmm. And while I had to pivot a lot during the pandemic and really help my people through, first it started with fitness. Right. I was like, oh, let's do something hard. But after that, it was about recovery. Mm -hmm. It was like helping. And right after that happened, a month after that happened, my next challenge that I did was a 30-day mental fitness challenge. Mm -hmm. Because I realized that we can be super strong physically, but mm -hmm. if we don't have that mental power, and I went through it, Teresa, like I... Mm -hmm. That next day, it took me 24 hours. The next day I started, I was just like going through, like I had died. Wow. Yeah. I had like mm -hmm. grief about myself and it was very tough. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I like, I cried like randomly throughout the day, but wow. you know, it really helped me push mm -hmm. my followers to the last half of the year. You know, I had to get stem cell. I was teaching them how to recover, told them like mm -hmm. how to take time for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think that the subconscious of it was that everyone during the pandemic was going through a mental health crisis. Every single one yep. of us. Yeah, because I did the same thing. I encouraged them, yes, to look for the signs. But more importantly, I would... I put out there on what I did to keep myself grounded. And I, I encourage them because people I think get, and it's the same thing with fitness, right? People get so intimidated. You know, like I, I'm huge on meditation. And I think right away, people get so afraid of meditating. And I say to them, listen, do it for one minute a day. Then you go to three minutes. So I only meditate at a time, 10 minutes at a time. I might medita meditate like two or three times a day, but I only do 10 minutes at a time because I know that's what works for me. And you cannot be the best version of you if you don't feel good from your soul. That's mm. why mourning and grieving is so important. And I think if you don't mind uh, me talking about this, when I was on your podcast when your grandparents came through and acknowledged how proud they were of you and the man that you've become, I felt how powerful that was. Because when we lose someone, we think that they're missing out, that they don't know what we're, what we're achieving, our milestones in life or who we become or how we've moved on without them and how hard it is for us to do that. And those are the moments in someone's reading when spirit acknowledges our growth and how mm. far we've come. I find that the most powerful. And I literally felt when, when your grandparents had me say that to you, I felt my whole soul, like it got a hug. I can't describe it. 
And I feel that that was something that came from you is what they were making me feel and how you felt at that moment. Well, what a lot of people don't know, and uh, unless they've read my book, but I moved out of my house when I was 14 because I was sexually abused from the time I was eight to the time I was 12. And so mm. I remember oh. going to my grandparents' house the first night that I left home and I moved <gasps> in with them and they came into my room. Oh no, I just started wailing, like crying mm. out of nowhere. Oh they were already in bed. And it was like the first time where I felt safe. And so my grandfather mm -hmm. was a pastor and my my grandmother was a first lady. So, you know, they had talked about so much of me growing up. I was in Bible school. I was in the church choir. I was in mm -hmm. the kids choir. I was at Sunday school, you know, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And they would talk so much about being born again. And at the end of every church mm -hmm. service, we would have someone that came off the street that wanted to accept Jesus Christ as their personal savior. And from the time mm -hmm. I was eight to the time I was 14, I was just like, but why isn't anyone saving me? Saving me. Mm -hmm. And so that night, they no one had any idea that this was going on for, right. to me, you know. And so that night, I just, you know, I, I just started crying. And they came in and they prayed over me. And then that was a night, like, for me, it was like white. It was like I walked into, mm. like, a new life. And so that day for me was a day of being born again. And I think that was also like when you felt them come through, I think mm -hmm. that's a powerful moment of our lives. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I don't know if they ever found out what happened to me, but I think they know, they you know, know. They do and know. so I think they still watch over me. I swear, I swear they do. You know, they just like, uh, they watch over the, that your children, they watch over your children. Mm. Were you just showing them pictures of your grandparents or telling a story about your grandparents? This was like a couple of days ago. I was seeing a lot of pictures mm -hmm. of me, my grandfather, and it was just like, and I always, I still tell my children about them. I'm like, so, always. Uh, because anyone can say they're watching over. And to validate that, I asked them and they showed me that their souls were present for that exact conversation that you had when you were talking about them, when you were looking at pictures. They showed me my symbol for where someone went through a lot of struggles in life, whatever it may be, that's someone's own personal thing. But then they show me a top of a mountain. That's my symbol for where they made it. I feel like there's, um, you know, when someone might say something to you or you hear something and it's almost like it becomes your Bible. Like you live by those words. That's how I felt with your grandfather. So whether if you recall something of that he instilled or that you remember hearing him talk about or say, and it's always like, you never forgot that. That's how I felt. I mean, there's so many things that he said. I'm just trying to. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. If, if this, but it's, it's like, that's what I like. This is what has always gets me through with this is what I never veered from. I ever, I never lost that, that focus. One of the things that's super prominent that happened with my grandfather is so my religion is the golden rule. And I just remember mm -hmm. this, this particular classroom, I never forget because one time my grandfather came in to the classroom and he made, he made my classroom, a big bus out of cardboard. Like he came into oh. this classroom mm -hmm. and he was the one that would like, and I would always get nervous because I'm like, oh my gosh, my grandmother, what my grandfather <laughs> loves to preach, you know? And I'm like, we're only six years old, but 
you know, it's, it's, and that was the same classroom where the golden rule was on the front of <gasps> above the chalkboard. And the two things that I remember from that class is that, and I don't remember the speech that my grandfather gave, but I know he gave one. And I'm sure it had something to do with like, it was religious, but that's what I remember. It's like him coming into this classroom mm -hmm. and I'll never forget it. It is always, it is the craziest thing. You know, I, there's something that I've learned um, and I found myself saying it more and more uh, over this past year. When things, things don't always go our way, right, Sean? And I, I kind of try to look at things now. Things happen for me, not to me. Mm -hmm. So especially when things don't go my way, I look like, you know what? All right, there's a reason. There's a lesson here. I got to know, I, I got to take what I can learn and move on from it. I believe people come in our life for a moment, years, decades, and sometimes a lifetime. But we have to take the positive, whatever it is, and just move on from it. I agree. Because I, I don't think people understand how hard it is to be how do I say this to be on top all the time or positive or to stay motivated? That's hard for myself at times, but I think what has helped me was to allow myself to know that it's okay not to be okay for a moment. I just can't stay there. And that's the same thing with grief and mourning, right? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit.
as a person who is known to motivate people, mm-hmm. I also tell people, and this is so important, that I, I'm stressed a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I believe that the only way I'm able to help people stay motivated or stay on top is because I do go through the struggle and I connect to the struggle. And I think that that's really important. People don't allow themselves to do it, even though, you know, before we talked about social media, right? And so everyone Um, wants to have like, you know, a lot of times it's like, this is perfect. Like everything is great. And I'm like, but it's really not. Mm -hmm. And and that is okay. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to not have the best day, you know? And so it's, it's, it's just one of those things where I think people just need to allow themselves to live in what is happening right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've said a few things about grief and, you know, I grieved for a long time when it came to my grandparents to the point where Mm -hmm. I like, if someone that I know, if I, it could be someone I don't know if they pass away, like it is, Mm -hmm. it's just always so heavy for me. Like I Mm -hmm. just can't even, but I've all, but at, in the same breath, like, because I feel like I still have a relationship mm-hmm. with my grandparents, I still feel like they are always with me. It helps. But every time someone dies, I, wow. I go back to the feeling of when they passed away. It was, a, mm-hmm. it was horrible. Like, it wasn't yeah. even sudden. It was just so horrible for me that even though I carry a, a relationship with them to this day, when even when I find out someone passed away and I don't even know them or someone mm-hmm. of a friend, I, I'm just so like, I just get so sad. Like it's unbelievable. I, I, I think it's f- several things that you, you, you feel you're empathic. So you can have that and you know what it was for yourself to go through of, of, of having that everything taken from you, that one stability, right? That one safe space for you. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes, for sure. And then and then be taken from you in, in like one right after the other. So I'm interested, Sean, can you tell me this? So someone who, because a lot of times when someone comes for a reading, they're coming because they're struggling with an mm. afterlife. They're not seeing the signs and the symbols of, from their loved ones. So I'm interested to, to feel or to hear what it was like for you. You're open to the other side. You're very spiritually connected, a, a man of faith. Oh yeah. What was that like for you to have that validated that your grandparents were watching over and still with you just in a different way, knowing about your children, your life, who you've become and proud of you for that. Um, I think you said it, it was validating because I think before I spoke to you, you know, I kind of always was like, I, I am a feeler, but I also just feel really weird that I do feel mm-hmm. things like that. And I feel like yeah. most people that I talk to just don't even understand what I'm saying. Right. They're like, Oh yeah, I had that before. And I'm like, no, you didn't. You're like, you don't understand, <laughs> understand what I'm saying. But, um, I think it was, it was extremely validating specifically when you said, and it was when I interviewed you, when we did a little reading right. thing. It was when you said, is there some prominent dream that just happened? Like, it felt really real. And I was like, oh, my goodness. When I was on stage at my Mm, most recent shoot and my grandparents are like, okay, this is these are the superpowers you need right now. Flexibility, creativity, and you need a lot of patience. And that was the one shoot that went super crazy where if I didn't 
hear from them, I probably would have been really frazzled. And I told mm-hmm. my director, she was like, I'm so sorry, you know, this is happening. I was like, my grandparents already told me. I was like, they already told me. And everybody was kind of looking. <laughs> and they were like, what? And I said to my cast, who was on stage with me, I said, yeah. when I walked back there today and I prayed to my grandparents, I was like, they literally said, Sean, you're going to have to be patient. You're going to have to be flexible. You have to be creative. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. The other thing that I didn't tell you, oh, my goodness. What? Okay. <laughs> that I didn't even think this way until now it's coming to me even more. So at the, on the very last day of shooting my program, my dance program, it, I was like, I had like 12 minutes left, maybe 13 minutes left in the workout. And I started to feel crazy to the point where I was just like, I need to stop. But I was just like, and I just got, I was like, something's about to happen. I was like, I don't know what's about to happen, oh. but something, and that, this overwhelming feeling, right? So I keep going, I keep going. And this feeling is so overwhelming that I can't really do the movement. And I was like, I know I'm not having a heart attack because I'm pretty healthy. (laughs) You know, I'm going through all these (laughs) checklists, right? Yeah. So then I go back to uh, one of the people in the workouts and I was like, I'm I'm making her do the workout because I'm like, I feel really weird right now. Mm -hmm. So I get to the very end of that section and my ankle does a little teeny twist pop, right? And so I cannot finish the workout. Listen to me. I can't finish. So I, so I'm doing this, I'm doing the workout and I'm, um, and this is a section where it's the slowest part of the workout. So I'm like, okay. And I'm trying to feel like, how can I move on my foot to get this done? I'm like, I can't do it. So then what I do is I just call people in the video. I'm like, okay, your turn to dance. And I just motivate them Mm -hmm. while they dance. Mm -hmm. And I get off stage at the end and I'm limping and I have to like, and everybody's like, what happened? What happened? I was just like, I was like, literally like, there was a point in the workout where I was like, something is about to happen. And I believe it was Mm -hmm. my grandparents saying, stop now, because if you do it now, you won't be able to finish. And I went back and I did what I needed to do right in the point where I could finish the workout. Anyway, Mm -hmm. it's just like that entire shoot they were just there with me. It was, and it's crazy. And it's so weird to tell people, like, I just don't think they even get it or understand it. But it's like, no people, like, they are, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I and, and I love that because it happened before I was a guest on your podcast. So it was like, there's no, it's, spirit does prepare for things. And I love that you shared that and that you remembered even that because it validates for people. These are the little things that we cannot veer from that intuition, that gut instinct, that knowing trust it. Don't be afraid, but it's, it's the things that we can't physically see or touch or physically Mm -hmm. feel right. That we were afraid of, or we don't want to believe, or we don't want to know about. Right. But if we would just embrace it, it would be, it would help us so much more. You know, you brought up a thing about social media. Like my biggest thing, I always say to people, if the grass looks greener on the other side, then it's AstroTurf. (laughs) (laughs) Because oh, we all have a brown goodness. patch in our backyard. <laughs> we all got a brown patch. Well, we don't. Over there, we got AstroTurfs in our yard. So you're right. Okay. Well, you're spending a lot of money to keep it green. But there's That's definitely right. going to be a brown patch somewhere because perfection is temporary. Change is constant. 
Um, mm. You know, I wanted to kind of go back to the feeler thing because I, you really just helped me like accept something about myself. And, you know, I'm very emotional. I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. I have to bring down my emotional state because I just want to like be able to like articulate this correctly. So I'm such a feeler to the point where mm-hmm. I don't work on computers. I don't write mm-hmm. things down like most people. Right. I don't, I don't have a script. I don't do that. Right. And, and I always would feel like people who are computer people, people who are like, you know, these kind of people or email people, like I always felt like they looked at me like, I like, are you prepared or yeah. why are you not working? I'm like, mm-hmm. I work up here. Like what other people do down here, I work every, my computer is here, mm-hmm. everything is here. And on top of that, I know I'm not perfect and I have a team that helps pick up where right. I'm not strong, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm completely fine with. But you kind of just helped me accept that. And I don't know where it came from, but I think it's yeah. just that allowing it was the feeler thing. I think like all around, I'm a feeler. When I first started mm-hmm. teaching group fitness, I would never Hi. prepare yeah. for a class. Mm-hmm. I would just go in that class and they would be like, oh my, I would never prepare. I would just go in there and do it off the top of my head because if mm-hmm. I prepare too much and I don't feel it the right way. And I think that's why I'm successful because I feel people, I yes. know what they need when they walk, mm-hmm. when I walk into a room of 5,000 people, Teresa, like I yes. know the common denominator of what this room needs. And that's why I'm a good instructor. Not because I'm like the best. Right. I know what they need. See, my rule when I sense and feel things, um, if they show it to me more than, if they show it to me at least three times, then then I have to say it. This young soul that keeps stepping forward and he keeps taking responsibility for his departure. Mm-hmm. And he shows me a medication bottle. So whether if he took something that caused or attributed to his departure... And I don't know if it's for you, for someone else in the room. Tell me more. Do you okay. feel any more? Well, all I felt was that I needed to take responsibility for the departures. Whether this will be healing for your mom of knowing that she could not have prevented the departure. And there's this moment of where I feel like even if she was present or if she was there sooner, he would not have survived. Well, I do know that she was hanging up laundry outside Mm -hmm. and both of the twins were in the crib. And my brother, uh, the one that's alive, just Mm -hmm. started screaming. They were three months old and my brother started screaming and my mom ran in there. She's like, why is the why is one of the babies, you know, crying that way? And he was basically the one that was like letting my mom know, like. That something happened to the brother. And this is at three months old. Like, how would he know, you know? So validating that even if your mom was in the room, she would not have been able to prevent the departure. That is what that message is about. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to tell her. Because I think she... You know what I heard? Your mom deserves to hear that because she has buried it so far like I could feel it. I, I don't. I don't know how to interpret this. She's gonna have to validate the emotion of like where I feel it, like so down deep. Yeah, and I and I believe that she has. She's to a be really, able to get a through really it. Strong person, but mm-hmm. I believe that a lot of times the way that she's she deals with stuff is just, you know, I'm not gonna attach to it. Are there three people in the room with you? 
There's only one, and then Alex. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so uh, does Alex have some? I'm going to say this because there's this, I have this tragedy that keeps stepping forward. And sometimes when a soul leaves the physical world tragically, all they want to do is just validate their presence. Validate mm. that the soul has found a place with God, even though they left the physical world in a tragic way. And it has to be something with a mixing of medications because they just took the pill and dipped it in powder, which is my symbol for fentanyl. So it has to have been something that they didn't realize what they were taking or the effects that it would have had and not realizing that they would have died from that. Yeah, I don't that's, I don't have that experience. So I don't know if Alex has that or if there's someone in the room with Alex or Elliot. Oh, here see. comes Alex. Alex. Is coming in. So we were actually just talking about this on Saturday night with a, with a couple friends um, about how I have a childhood friend who passed away suddenly. Um, they don't know exactly how she passed away. Um, she had gotten hurt on her job that she was working, and we don't know if that had something to do with it prior to, and she was kind of sick. But they said that it had nothing to do with her death, and it's still kind of like a mystery. Um, and we've just been kind of racking our brains over what it is that might have happened to her. So it's, yeah, when you said that, and it was like it happened suddenly, um, and things just kind of don't add up from what it was that was told to us that she, how she passed. I'm going to say this, that I do feel that the decline did happen. Cause when spirit shows me the symbol of when someone falls and hits their head, they might not pass right at that moment. Maybe it's a month later. Maybe they have a, a, a brain bleed or an aneurysm or something else happens. But I, I, she showed me my symbol for that was the beginning of the downfall. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, um, and I'm going to say this. She told me that the accident was a freak thing that happened. She says, let the justice be that my soul is at peace mm. so we can heal. We can't heal if we have all these questions. Do you still have something from the childhood from her? She just showed me um, a concert ticket. That is just my symbol for when we have something of someone's. I just wanted to validate her presence and more importantly, that her soul is safe and at peace with God. Thank you. Well, well, listen, don't thank me. Thank her. She worked mm. very hard because she was here on that first thing. And I was kind of giving you the, I was, I guess she was kind of prepping you, Alex, before we started the podcast. I know. You said that. If I needed to jump in, jump in. I know. I really said that to you. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, my God. But now you can tell, you know, look, I know this doesn't make it easy, but hopefully a little bit easier in knowing that when we have those moments, and Sean and I, we were talking about that, those, those hard days, those tough days of where we're going to have a little pity party or a sadness or sorrow day, replace it with maybe this moment of her knowing of the things that you kept that have no monetary value. Mm. Uh, replace it with something funny. She literally just said to me, she goes, and I was funny, Teresa, and I could hear her laugh. She has this infectious laugh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Are you having are you having children or was there something about children? Oh no. Ah, well one of her friends are. Was she friends with um Jacqueline, yeah? Yeah. 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 I have a few friends that are that are pregnant oh. and are having kids. 
perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So know yeah. that she knows that that things are going on. We'll hold the soul of the child before coming here into the physical world. Um, I don't know what it is, but she just started singing like all these Jennifer Lopez songs. Did, wow. did she like J-Lo or? We used to like, it's so, this is ridiculous. We used to like dress up as like J-Lo and Ja Rule. And she used to have um, that pink velour suit mm. that J-Lo had in the, in the, con- and we were kids. So it's, yeah. that's, that is so funny. Oh See, my gosh. those are the little <laughs> unique things that I need spirit to talk about. The happier times, the things that we've forgotten about, because there is no way that I would ever know or find out about something like that. So. Just know that it's her way of validating that her soul is safe and at peace. She was present for the conversation and not Mm -hmm. wanting you not to be able to heal because there are no answers. Let the justice be that my soul is at peace. Thank you so much. She said, you're welcome. And she did like this like peace out thing. I don't know what she's doing, (laughs) but like that she did like this. Like I think she mic dropped me, but I'm not sure. (laughs) She might have. She's she's always very ridiculous. She's done. She's done. She's done. She went. She's not. But I I this is the what just happened here, Sean, is like here we had this moment, like you knew, you felt your grandparents with you, you still have this bond with them right mm-hmm. and here alex was having a question of somebody how people still can receive the gift of healing especially when we're least expecting it it's funny when you were talking about that I, alex i just kept thinking of you and i didn't want to like say it, but <gasps> i was like that's when i just said i was like i think when you know we're talking about ellie and i'm like i think this has to do with alex but i know how and I'm glad you talked about how we can look at those things and like think of joy, but I didn't mm-hmm. want to bring Alex in because I know how tough, you know, right. You know, I know how tough it is. So, but I was just was like, but this has to be for Alex. <laughs> and you know, you said, you said it earlier, Sean, you said, I'm good at what I do because I go out there and I feel what it is that people need. Right. You feel it. I say, I And you make what you do. I'm sorry, Sean. You make what you do look very easy. It is the <laughs> hardest thing to do. I mean, because let, let's face it. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? And people yeah. don't do it. And same thing for me. I'm so good at what I do because I just say whatever it is that I, what I'm feeling, what I'm sensing, what I'm hearing. That's it. Right there. Yeah. People are like, how do you know what to say? I'm like, it's because it's what I feel at the moment. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. what else do you want me to say? Well, yeah. And I would, I am, I'm all, I'm the worst when it comes. And people ask me if I want to be an actor. No, because no, I can't conjure up feelings can't. like that. Yep. And people are like, you would be a great actor. I'm like, no, 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 no. Because when I, when I'm on camera, what I say yeah. is mm-hmm. what I'm feeling at that very moment and that's the only thing i can give you Uh, well i can tell you sean i admire you so much i I just i feel this love for you and this this sense of such respect and and such it's you the authenticity you know you you. said it earlier it feels so nice to sit with someone and just Mm. have open vulnerable conversations and not being afraid to talk about our feelings and emotions, no matter what it is in life. I'm going to ditto that, all that back to you. Because before uh, we talked today, I ever since we finished the interview with you last week, 
I just kept going to my husband. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you, you, you have to do this. And he is probably listening to the podcast right now. And I'm, I'm going to, I want to record it. Cause I have a feeling he's going to be like, the reason why you like her is because she feels like you. Yeah. I think that's probably what he's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thank you so much for having me. Um, it is it is the best. And I really hope we get to meet in person. Oh, me too. Best. This was absolutely such an honor and a privilege thank to be able so to not only share my gift with you, but to have you on Hey Spirit. So I want to thank you so much for your time and for sharing your soul and more importantly, your amazing energy with uh, my listeners today. So thank you so much, Sean. Thank you, Teresa. I appreciate it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. My name is Sean T. Most of you know me from Insanity, or Hip Hop Abs, or the new and famous Let's Get Up, or maybe you also listen to my podcast, Trust and Believe. The experience that I had with Teresa was incredible, enlightening. I think my experience may have been a little different than most people. While a lot of people, they meet Teresa and a lot of what they get is talking to their relatives who may have moved on, for me, it was more about someone else out there that makes me feel normal because I always feel different and I feel like a lot of people don't understand my energy and my emotional state most of the time. And the fact that she has a gift that a lot of people question while a lot of people utilize it too in a really great way. I think a lot of people question it or they may not understand where it comes from. And so just talking to her made me feel normal. But in terms of utilizing her gift, it was pretty amazing and i think that it helped me with something post interview which i thought was really really cool one of the things that she said that was interesting is just talking about a situation that involves a family home and how you know it's time to let that home go and that's been a really contentious and heavy part of my family's dynamic at the moment. And so what it did for me was it allowed me to step away from any interaction or conversation that had to do with that home because there are people in my family that like to, you know, they like to stick into that hamster wheel of what are we gonna do and like the stress of it all. After talking to Teresa, it allowed me to step away. Now, whatever they wanna do, meaning my family, whatever my family wants to do with that home, they can do it, but it allowed me to have 
a tremendous amount of stress relief and remove myself from the situation with peace. I think the thing that was really interesting is how she was able to read someone that was in the room with me. That was a pretty profound moment. But I was pretty present in the moment and I, my mind was really open when I was talking to her. So I got and received everything she stated to me personally. I think that um, when it comes to closure, I got a sense of closure from the family home, but I just got a sense of closure from the fact that every single time I get ready to shoot one of my workout DVDs or I get ready to go on, on stage in front of thousands of people, I always pray to my grandparents. And so the fact that I know that they hear me is just like, it is just absolutely incredible. It is the best feeling ever. And again, you know, a lot of times you tell people what you pray to and how you pray when you you know, some people pray to God, some people pray to, pray to the universe. And, you know, obviously I do believe that there's a higher being, but I think that the way for me to connect to that higher being is through my grandparents. So even though they're not here in the flesh after speaking to Teresa, I know that they're here and they're listening and it is incredible. To the person that may not believe in what Teresa does, I would just tell that person to think about the most unique part of them and what people say about that uniqueness. You know, we all have something. Some of us consider ourselves to be weird. Some people have a way of thinking that nobody understands. And if you connect yourself to that feeling of not feeling heard or not feeling believed, that's the same thing that you're getting with Teresa. And I think once you are able to correlate the two and you're able to meet her on the same playing field, if you will, of uniqueness between two people, I think your mind will be much, much more open to receiving the gift that she is supplying to the world and specifically you if you just Open your ears, open your hearts, and listen. The only other thing I want to add is Teresa is the bomb. So if you don't believe her, you got a problem. And I'm just kidding. You don't have a problem, but I just think that she is incredible and amazing. And if not for anything else, I think you should just feel her heart because she does this because she really cares. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.